What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Wednesday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Connie, and first and foremost, today is March the 8th, and it is my daughter's first birthday. So, happy birthday, Poppy. I know you are most definitely not watching this video, and you are most definitely not interested in what I'm going to talk about, but thank you for making me a father the best job on earth. What a Monday and what a Tuesday we've had so far. If you were here on Monday, you know that it was a catastrophic day. It was an 0-3 day. It was the personal plays couldn't hit, the official plays couldn't hit, could not win anything. We had the Nashville Predators, they lost in a shootout. We had the Raptors to beat the Nuggets, and or sorry, we had the Nuggets to beat the Raptors by 6.5. I didn't see the end of that game. I woke up, checked the score, I'm like, nah, they missed by a bucket. And of course, we saw what happened with Scott Foster and Scotty Barnes and... I don't know what the deal is with referees. This happens across all sports where they act like they are police and fans pay hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to go see these basketball games or sporting events. And they're not here to see the referees. They're here to see the best players. So that was annoying. But as such, usually I take Tuesdays off, but I was so pissed about that that I said, you know what? I don't have, I can't do a video because of work, but I'm making official bets and I put them out there. I put them out on Twitter. I put them out on BetStamp. So if you follow me on BetStamp, you'll know we went 5-0. and and we're back. We had the Coyotes and the Blues over six and a half. It hit five goals in the third period. We had Calgary and Minnesota to go under. It was a one nothing Calgary win. We had Oklahoma City plus four and a half. They won by nine against Golden State. We had the Montreal Canadiens and the Carolina Hurricanes over. It did. And we had Richmond, Spiders in the NCAA minus two and a half. They won by 30 points. So we went five and oh as such. We are up. 1.68 units on the week, and that's why, especially on Tuesday, well, usually on Tuesdays, I don't pick anything, so I didn't say, especially on Tuesdays, you should follow me on Twitter, that's actually not true, um, I usually don't do anything on Tuesday, but I was pissed, and I said, I need to make up for this, and now here we are on a Wednesday, we've got three more bets, probably going to be staying away from the NBA a little bit, I did have a parlay yesterday that I had to cash out, it was Milwaukee and the Knicks, and at the last minute, Giannis wasn't going to play with an illness, actually, they still covered that one it was the Knicks that wouldn't have but we cashed that out but the NBA is in that really weird time of year where teams just don't care guys are resting good teams are resting bad teams are resting it's a really weird time so we might have to do more live betting or something like that for the NBA but to place an NBA bet 24 hours before it's going to start at this point until the playoffs I think is going to be tough sledding and we haven't been great with the NBA frankly either so might not have any NBA bets until a little bit later on, so let's start with the NHL. And I will not use the word lock, but the Minnesota Wild are 39 and 23 to the under, and the Winnipeg Jets are 42 and 17 to the under on this season. And we got this number at six, and we got this number at minus 112 at North Star. That does not make any sense to me at all. Minnesota has played in their last oh 10 games. They've gone under in nine of them. And the one over was seven goals. Last night, one nothing lost to Calgary. They played last night. So maybe you can make the argument that the goaltending, it'll be flurry in that night. He hasn't been bad. And then on Winnipeg's side, you've got Hellebuck, who's 27-19-1 with a 2.62 goals against average. So I don't know how this number gets over the number of six. Under is 7-0 in the Wilds' last seven road games. Winnipeg under 6-0-2 in their last eight against the Central. Under is 14-13-1 in the Jets' last 18 games. When it's the fourth game of a 4-6 and six situation, under is 7-2 the last time. Nine times these teams have played in Winnipeg. I can't imagine this. If there's an under bet, it's this one. You get the number of six, so even a 4-2 total is possible push potential. 
I can't believe they've put this number at minus 112. That's at North Star Bets. So I'm taking the under. Ride that trend all the way to the bank. We've bet Minnesota under nine of the last 10 times, and we've hit nine of the last 10 bets on that. We'll do that. Moving to one of the other two. There's three NHL games tonight. The other one, one of the other ones is the Chicago Blackhawks at the Detroit Red Wings. Another number that I really like. So we were able to get the under one and a half goals in the first period at plus money, plus 100. That's at bet 99. Now you might say, you know, the Blackhawks are 32 and 30 to the over. The Detroit Red Wings are 29 and 32 to the over this season. But when you look at first period props, even though these teams traditionally you would think score a lot of goals, when you look at their first period, Detroit is 14 and 14 to the over and under for the first period. They're up 2.1 units to the under in the first period this season. Chicago Blackhawks are actually 15 and 13 to the under in the first period, up 3.79 units on the season. And that is when the Blackhawks are playing on the road and the Red Wings are playing at home. These teams do not score a lot of goals in the first period. They're not very good. <laughs> so there's several reasons for that is they, they just don't score a lot of goals. But when you look at the trends, uh, especially when you look at the last 10 games, da, 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 the Detroit Red Wings are uh, five and three to the under in the last 10 games with two pushes and same with the Blackhawks. So I like this game to go under one and a half goals for the first period at plus money, plus 100. That's at bet 99. And the last bet, I'm going to dip my toe into some NCAA basketball because even though the NBA hasn't been very kind to us, the NCAA has been. We're going to go to the Georgetown at Villanova matchup. I got this bet at minus 11 for minus 110 at DraftKings. The line might have moved up to maybe 12, or the odds have been juiced a little bit, but I got this at minus 11 for minus 110 at DraftKings. Villanova is just simply a much better team than Georgetown. The simulation on Hasla metrics would have Villanova, uh, assuming that everybody is healthy, they have Villanova to win this game approximately 81 to 58. So they have it, you know, essentially them destroying them. When you look at um, their statistics on this season, Villanova is 16 and 15. Georgetown is only 7 and 24. This is in the Big East. Um, strength of schedule, Villanova is ranked 18th, Georgetown 58th. So Villanova is playing better teams in Georgetown and has a much better record. Momentum, they're coming into this. Villanova is coming into this with a lot of momentum. 32nd ranked in momentum, whereas Georgetown 296 for the pace. Villanova is a slow, slow basketball team. They're 342nd in pace, where Georgetown likes to run and gun their 82nd. I think Villanova slows this game down. I think they slog away at it. Villanova's offense should have the upper town on Georgetown's defense in this matchup. Villanova's currently ranked 38th in the country in offensive efficiency. Georgetown comes in at 231 in defensive efficiency. So I think that's sort of the story of the game, that when Villanova has the ball, they're going to be able to control everything. The tempo, the pace, they're 97th in field goal percentage, they're 19th in uh, three-point percentage, which has been great. When you look at Georgetown, their offensive efficiency is 181st. Villanova's defense is 81st. They've been very, very good on the defensive end of the basketball. They're holding their opposition to 42% shooting from the field goal, from from the floor. Uh, And then from an analytics perspective, when Georgetown has the ball, they're going to have a fair share of offensive issues against a defense of this caliber. Villanova, as I said, ranked number 81 in Division I, while Georgetown comes into this 181st on offense. I think this is going to be something similar to Richmond yesterday. I don't think this game is going to be very close. So give me Villanova 
home of Kyle Lowry, the greatest Raptor of all time, minus 11 for minus 110 at DraftKings. Those are your Wednesday bets. There's not a lot. I don't want to go too crazy on college basketball, especially till we get into March Madness. Just sort of dipping my toes into that a little bit. So we're going to stick with uh, a little bit more hockey. So your card for Wednesday, we've got the Winnipeg Jets and the Minnesota Wild to go under six for minus 112 at North Star Bets. We've got the Detroit Red Wings and the Chicago Blackhawks to go under one and a half goals in the first period for plus 100 at Bet 99. And I've got the Villanova Wildcats to beat the Georgetown Hoyas by 11 for minus 110 at DraftKings. Feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Conium for more picks and props throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram for just the picks portions. Audio versions available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Let's have a Wednesday. Happy birthday, Poppy. Let's talk sports.